0: Hello and good morning everyone, it's Friday, 21st day of August 2020, the Feast of St. Pius X. Pope St. Pius X was uh, born right at the start of the 20th century, late 1800s, early 1900s, and uh, he was known for uh, revising liturgy, emphasizing the Eucharist and uh, is well-known now for his society, St. Pius X, is a big uh, favorite of traditional Catholics who want to go back to the Latin Mass and the beauty of the traditional Latin Holy Roman Catholic liturgy. So anyway, that's today, Friday, the 21st day of August. Uh, I also want to speak, you know, normally I don't speak that much about politics because I don't want to offend anybody. And uh, I want everybody to listen to my podcast. But I, I've got to speak out against this. I, I saw it last night a number of Democrats, apparently it's official Democratic position, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, leaving out the terms under God. So you go, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Well, that's remarkable that they're even saying that. Of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, and then they pause, individual liberty and justice for all, leaving out the words under God. Now, as many of you know, the words under God were inserted, I believe, in the 1950s, partly as a result of the efforts of the Knights of Columbus, a Catholic men's group, uh, in order to distinguish the United States from the Soviet Union, the officially atheistic Soviet Union. Now, the words under God, um, you know, Emphasize that one of Trump's more outrageous statements was that Biden was anti God, um, is now evident. Uh, it was confessed by the Democrats themselves. If you don't want to leave, if you don't want to insert the phrase that you are under God, that your family is under God, that your country is under God, that your nation is under God, that your world, is under God, that your soul is under God, well, then how do you expect God to uh, react? You know, God is all merciful, and God is all loving, and God is all just. But when you spit in his face, he may not say, come into my kingdom. Hey, don't forget the good thief who was saved on the cross. He admitted that they were wrong. And 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 the sinners who uh, Jesus publicly forgave admitted they were wrong. Go and sin no more. He wouldn't spit in his face and say, "Hey, you know, you know, basically, you know, enough with you and your father too, and the Holy Spirit. We're too proud. If our nation's not under God, we have no humility." We really think that all of our blessings, the blessings of this country, which meant, meant mostly came from abundant and seemingly res- uh, limitless natural resources, oil, timber, water, forests, iron, coal, people, uh, power with which to generate electricity uh, rivers crisscrossing the country along with the man-made or uh, providential establishment by unique and uniquely wise and selfless individuals who gave you liberty who guaranteed liberty freedom equal rights uh, now, you know, we, of course, we know the country's not perfect, but I want to say this, too. Um, again, the claim of uh, the Democrats for institutional racism is, you know, contradicted by their own actions. Biden has said numerous times that he believes in institutional racism and has even used that to justify violent, anarchical uh, revolutionary behavior by people who burn courthouses knock down statues steal loot rob says well you know it's basically understandable reaction to institutional racism and we know biden wants to be president he accepted the democratic nomination he ran for president he was there as president he's been in politics all his life so obviously he believes That he wants to be president. And if you want to be president, presumably you're taking steps to help your cause and not to sabotage your cause. Well, then he nominates Kamala Harris, who is generally recognized as at least half African American, or at least a portion African American. Well, if there was institutional racism, why would you nominate somebody who you know would hurt your chances of getting elected rather than help your chances of getting elected? Therefore, since we all know nobody's not voting for Camilla Harris because she's black. Just like nobody didn't vote for Barack Obama because he's black. Barack Obama was elected twice and by a majority of the people. Uh so therefore you can't believe both that kamala harris is going to help you and the country is institutionally racist because they're inconsistent ideas therefore one of them is wrong kamala harris may here may not help him but if she doesn't help him it's not going to be because she's black now you know i believe george floyd was killed by a white police officer who was temporarily insane He went insane. I don't believe he was killed just because he was black. But the police officer at the time was in a physical struggle with somebody he shouldn't have been in a physical struggle with and uh, lost it, lost, uh, you know, went crazy. Now, the other four officers or three officers that were there, they're responsible for not stopping it. They should have stopped it as well as anybody else looking on. uh, While certainly... Uh, it would be rare to uh, interfere with a policeman in uniform uh, and pull him off uh, somebody he's struggling with. And sometimes you have to do the right thing, you know, even if you don't have a badge and a gun. But uh, plenty of people are victims of police brutality. Sometimes fatally. Um, racism. I believe is not a very big part of it. Now, if we're talking about, you know, driving while black or being pulled over while black or being more suspicious, uh, being treated as if you're a person of interest or a suspect because you're black, that goes on all the time, every day, and that's terrible, it's unfortunate, and that is a reality of life in America and probably life throughout the world. But as far as... uh Killing you because you're black, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe the evidence supports that. And I've known, you know, I'm an attorney, or was an active attorney, an active criminal law, law, and I had a client who was personally killed by a policeman unnecessarily, and he was white. And there was no excuse for that. And he was just murdered in front of his parents, in front of his mother, and it was terrible. You know, there's a lot of things we need to do, but to to argue on the one hand that um you know the country is irredeemably racist, and on the other hand, yet yeah, I'm going to promise to uh you know basically be a, uh, an administration that caters to african Americans if you nom- if you elect me and nominate me. Maybe that's no way to get elected, so you don't believe that, since I know you want to get elected. And I don't think you believe the other one, really. Um, Your actions prove it. All right. Well, St. Leo, pray for us. You know, our country needs to return to God. We need to recognize we are one nation under God, that we are people under God. Everybody is under God. God is over all of us, and only with the help of God can we overcome uh, not just coronavirus, but sin and death. For our Savior did overcome sin and death, but we must bend the knee to him. You know, Game of Thrones was a big popular TV series, and in that TV series all the time they talked about bending the knee and the reluctance of the Players of the Game of Thrones to want to bend their knee to the the new proper king. Well, bend your knee. Don't be proud. Don't be too ashamed. Bend your knee to the true king, Christus Rex. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. This is Michael Yukon for Yukon Territory or the Territory. Out. Bye bye.